This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to the Blockade Podcast. I am your host, Shut Your Trap, a.k.a. Chris Freebus. Joining me as always, my co-host, Jared Morgan. G'day, Chris. How's things today? Uh, things are going swimmingly well. Final days of August. Uh, even though my kid has started school three weeks ago, I can finally feel like the school year is starting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's been a full month for me because, of course, my birthday month draws to an end this weekend. So all of the catching up with people and, and all that sort of stuff that goes along with birthdays uh, is sort of slowly wrapping up. So, uh, And next weekend is Father's Day, so... Um, oh, that's right. You guys have the, the weird uh, Father's the, Day. That's the, right. The Southern Hemisphere Father's Day. That's right. We do. So, yes, I'm looking forward to being lavished with, with uh, pancakes or something like that in the morning and then going off to do something... Um, with the with the family, I think probably go to a park or something like that, and have some fish and chips on the beach, as we do here. See, it's funny when when uh, my wife for Mother's Day for her her request is you all need to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did actually. It's funny, you know, like I did suggest that at one point, um, and and Kim said, "Well, hang on, this is all about family, uh, and it's a family sort of day about recognizing you." And I said, "Well, yeah, that's true, but." As you said, it's not so. A, a lot of fathers do the same thing. Is that right? See you later. It's my day. I'm I'm going down to a theme park and riding roller coasters all day, for example. Right. Exactly. Have a nice time. Which I have done before. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think it's kind of a cool idea. But uh, <laughs> no, here in this house, it's all about um, you know, celebrating together, and I think that's nice to be able to do that because you know I'm at work all week and the kids don't really get to see me anyhow. So um, it's good to sort of do something together. Yeah, so uh, uh, you'll notice that my audio is noticeably better again today. I'm back using my PC. Uh, I say my PC in that it is the you know same box and container, but unfortunately, all my programs are trapped on the RAID drives that I have no access to. So I have a very <laughs> stripped-down version of my PC, um, yeah. and uh, I even noticed the you know. Things pop up that you're kind of like, oh, where the heck is that? And sure enough, the one that popped up for me was the fact that I don't know where my camera adjustment is for <laughs> here on on uh, Google Hangouts on air. Um, so yeah, you know, slowly but surely things will come. Uh, hopefully uh, that patch will come through in 30 days because uh, I think if I, it's that bad, they'll they'll be releasing it as a hot fix pretty quickly. Well, I don't <laughs> I know. Apparently, they just bricked anybody that had an Asus computer. Also. Oh right. <laughs> so it's Asus running a RAID array. No, okay. no, not running a RAID array. Oh. No, so this is a whole new, a whole new thing. That's uh. Oh. uh <laughs> so what I found out uh was that apparently Microsoft got rid of their uh QA department. Oh great. And instead, <laughs> they have this. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of what Farsight is doing, where it's hey, you want to be a beta tester? Um, and so it's you can load in the newest build yeah. that has not been released necessarily to the general public, so that you can test it. However, yeah. the warning that Microsoft has given to these people is 
don't test it on your actual machine. Use a virtual machine, I believe yeah. is another thing. Well, of course, the problem with that is then it's not dealing with... It, it works perfectly well in that virtual machine, but it's not working with real-world machines. Yeah. And so then they release it live, and all of a sudden then they get all the live reports back of everybody going, Hey! It's old. Um, it doesn't work. So, yeah, I don't know why Microsoft is operating on the cheap. Um, yeah. But there you go. This is... Uh, this is the new reality of their operating system. So yeah. Oh hey, you know what, Jared? Hey, what's that? Since uh, uh, we've been trying, we're trying out to make Hangouts on Air more inclusive, as you will. I went ahead yeah. and tweeted out uh, the web link for people to show up, and somebody showed up. Hey, look hey. at that. It's it's Sven, also known as Kazania, on the uh, forum. Hello from Germany. Hello, Sven. So here we go again. We're being international. Yes, uh, we are. On, yeah. on, on the full global scape, time, all yeah. time zones being represented. Yeah, all, all time zones. I, I was just about to, to say it. It's midnight over here. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we wanted to... Uh, uh, Sven wanted to kind of talk about the new tournament that's going on with uh, Farsight. Uh, the eight tables playing in ten minutes. Um, oh, excuse me. Sven didn't want to talk about that. He wanted to talk about the head-to-head -head tournament. Yeah, that's, that's what right. we all really care about. Uh, <laughs> 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 we don't care about the monthly tournament. Come on. Um, what uh, what have you, your experiences been uh, this past week with it? Yeah, I was trying uh, with uh, Dave 950IM or LAM. LAM, yeah. LAM, yeah. Um, he was chatting me up and uh, saying, hey, do you want to uh, test the beta head-to-head? -head? And since I was uh, trying earlier uh, going in and uh, basically uh, saw no one playing it, I said, yeah, why not? And so mm -hmm. we, we met, uh, I installed the beta and uh, we met there. And um, then, yeah, we had one game of high speed in the beginning uh -huh. that was working. Uh -huh. cool, which was quite nice. Uh, it was surprising for me how, how much fun it is, actually, to, to see how the other ones is doing. Um, and then... And then we tried again, and nothing happened. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> Welcome to the beta and what we've all been experiencing. <laughs> Not, I think... Uh, yeah, we, uh, one, one game I think we uh, were trying to uh, start and uh, even the countdown launched, and then it crashed. Yep. On another occasion, um, we didn't select uh, uh, any table. We, we said, uh, well, uh, just uh, choose search for match uh, for high score. And um, then what happened, uh, we, we got uh, some nice message, white letters, blue letters, uh, in front of all the icons, so you hardly could read anything. Uh -huh. But it was basically telling uh, us, uh, well, uh, you sh uh, should have table uh, brackets null. Um, um, if you want to play it, you, you have to buy uh, this table at the price of brackets null. <laughs> and, oh, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So a bad um, purchase message or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, funny enough, uh, we both got the message. And um, when, when we were trying to back out of it, um, the um, the exit crashed, so oh it was a hard crash. And, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I had well, 
I guess you could say I had a similar experience. The person I was playing with had a similar experience. Um, so I invited uh, a friend of mine to come hop in and, and try the beta out. He only owns the first three seasons. So I thought, oh, this is interesting because I haven't yet played with somebody that didn't have all the tables. Mm-hmm. So I was very curious to see how it would handle that. And it handled it absolutely beautifully because it uh, you know, flipped the coin, decided that he was going to be the host. However, he had not... Uh, selected a table because as a newbie to the beta, um, he was utterly confused like the rest of us always have been and yep. didn't realize that you had to <laughs> select a table. So the table or the uh, game did a random table selection for him and of course picked one that he has not purchased yet. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> very smart. <laughs> um, which it allowed me to start the game, but of course to him it gave what you saw, which is the blue, sc- you know, all the blue lettering saying, "Would you like to purchase this table?" And it completely locked up on him, and he had to hard exit out of the game. Yeah, well. the funny thing is, um, uh, both both Dave and I have all seasons, all tables. Right. So uh, I don't know why why we got this message. So yeah. Yeah, I'm really annoyed with the fifty fifty coin flip. Uh, just for that specific reason, if somebody has not selected a table, then don't let them be the host of a table. Mm. You know, let the person that actually has selected a table, you know, yeah. then choose. Or better yet, what I always keep on saying, how about matching the people first and then giving them an option window of, hey, how do we, what table do you want to play? And then you guys select the table. Basically, uh, like a little sort of chat window that opens up or something like that, so people can actually have a dialogue. You go, I, hey, what I, one do you want to play? I keep yeah, on but, going back to it. Just look at what Rock Band or Guitar Hero did because yeah. it first matched you, and then it said you could pick a table, and it would show in the other person's or pick a uh, song, and it would show yeah. in the other person's window. Oh, hey, this is what this person has picked, and you'd set a playlist, and then you'd hit play. And if you didn't like the playlist, then you there was no uh, chat or uh, voice if you didn't have a headset connected. Yeah. So we all learned a shorthand real quick of of how to back out or uh, do com- some kind of a jiggle or whatever to basically say, ah, I'm not doing that one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, but, guy, it's like, just yeah. look at that, how it plays. But, cause... but Chris, this is... This is... Fine tuning. I would would be quite happy if if the basic functionality like uh, getting two players who are in the lobby <laughs> together to to play a game. We tried it earlier uh, today, um, and uh, we were both in the lobby, both selecting uh, the same game mode uh-huh. and uh, selecting search uh, for um, for matches, and we both saw zero players in the queue. Uh, so, so at the moment it's just not usable, and and then of course we we come to a lot of things, uh, features uh, which would be nice to have, like uh, seeing uh, which which ball the other player is uh, right. currently playing, uh, if a player is finished, yep, and um, if you are finished first uh, to get um, the the final score submitted to your screen because what you're getting right now is uh, the score as you finish the game. So when I finish right, my you game... Won. No, no, it, yeah, it says you won. And <laughs> the, the other player is still playing. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, that's dear. what happened with, with David E. I, I thought, well, uh, great, I, I won, won the game. And then uh, later we chatted and, and he said, well, I got... 
uh, I don't know, 700,000, and I said, oh, well, I got only 500,000, but when, when I stopped, uh, it said you would have only 400,000, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's truly yep. the, the saddest of betas to try and participate in because between the fact that it doesn't function very well at all, like maybe 5% of the time, uh, yeah. and then the fact that because it doesn't function, well, you're less likely to try and be in it. Um, I've never been in the beta and had somebody just already randomly be in there. And at the most, it's always been only one other person in the beta with me. Um, I've never had a group and to, you know, to see how it handles that. So um, um, I, I think uh, if, if you look up uh, in uh, Steam charts, you see um, there are usually about, um, on average, 80 players um, simultaneously on average uh, in the game with a, um, a peak of 170 or so, I think, last month. And, um, yeah... <sighs> It's just not not that big of a player base to begin with. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Like, like you have in, in other other uh, games like uh, Overwatch or whatever, uh, you have the, all those uh, mainstream titles where everyone is uh, crazy about to get into the beta, but um, uh, that that's not what what we have here. Uh, so um, and and that that's what wor what's worrying me most about uh, the game itself or, or the mode itself. Uh, would it be more in, in the future than just uh, seeing uh, me seeing uh, uh, you, Chris, online and saying, right. uh, hey, Chris, how, how, how about a head-to-head -head? Uh, and, and not going into the game um, and just sitting in the lobby and waiting for a game? I don't see that happening, to be honest. Yeah. Um, while we still have you here, uh, Sven, because we don't want to keep you up uh, too late, <laughs> no, problem. no problem at all. Um, well, you did uh, have a suggestion on the forum uh, that uh, spurred a fight. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was quite quite some some discussion. Yes. So, uh, so basically, your suggestion is that we need one more level be in the uh, Farsight tournaments, the monthly tournaments, that goes beyond gold, and that is basically a platinum level. And yep. you were. Uh, Asking for basically there be ten players in the platinum level. Yeah. And and you, are you th saying to uh, cap it at ten? Yeah, I, I would actually say uh, ten players. I, I mean, it it needs to be uh, seen with all platforms. I'm only looking at at the Steam platform. It might yeah. be different uh, on other platforms where you have lots of players more. Than, than on Steam, but uh, in Steam I think uh, 10 would be quite reasonable uh, where you have top 10 players going into Platinum and um, you could from one month to another replace a player, so have the, the gold player uh, or the winner of the gold uh, tier in, in one month going up a level and um, uh, the lowest uh, ranked player in Platinum um, uh, demoted uh, to gold. Mm -hmm. Or the first yep. two players, or whatever, but uh, not like like uh, having it in gold right now, where gold is getting more and more players. Uh, right, because the they add up via percentage. It's exactly, exactly, yeah. and and you have more players in silver than you have in gold, so you, you're losing like um, six players in gold uh, uh, in in a tournament, uh, but you're getting new players like I don't know how many are in silver. Uh, like uh, 15 players or so, 
um, and uh, so it gets more and more um, the the gold tier is getting bigger and I don't think that that makes sense for for uh, this kind of idea I had where I said this should only be the real top player elite player who are um, in gold um, don't see any competition um, for 90% of the player base. <coughs> when I play um, and and I end up in uh, rank 15, I'm I'm quite good. Right. Um, probably more like 20, 25. Um, but I'm no match against someone like in vitro, someone like Tarek, someone. Um, Gus or whoever you you want, uh, Elder, <coughs> Elder, or Pinball Whiz, um, Pinball yeah. Whiz, exactly. Yeah. They they are a, a league of their own, uh, actually. Well, I made the point that uh, uh, you know, it, for me, I could play a certain table, you know, thirty times, and mm -hmm. only get my score up to. I mean. I might I might get into you know number five on that particular table, and then it's amazing how fast I get kicked right back down, yeah. uh, by these other players that are the top ten players because they like wait a second somebody bumped me no let me go in and play nice. two games and I'll yeah, hand, I'll exactly. take care of that you know? yeah exactly <laughs> yep um and and you know this particular tournament is a ten minute tournament and we've done the five minute tournament before and the idea was always oh hey this will Make it so that uh, the scores won't be so gargantuanly different. And yeah. <laughs> truth be told, they're still gargantuanly different. They are. Yeah, yeah. You, you had your experience with a five-minute tournament where where you said, "Well, I had great game five minutes, uh, all the best I could do uh, with with uh, shot." And then you you got like fifty percent of of the best players. Right. So, um, so, so it's still kind of it's, it's kind of demoralizing. Um, it, it does take away a little bit of the the fun when you know that you just yeah whatever you do yeah and so where the argument came in though was you and I were under the standpoint of if you are up against an elite player and you are the average player and you play one game against the elite player your odds odds are that the elite player is still going to beat you what you were hoping for is that the elite player has a bad game and you have a really good game and therefore you get lucky and are able to beat that player. Yeah, actually what, what the situation we had in the tournament of the month. Um, I had uh, players who were, who were uh, better than I on, on uh, every, every table, but uh, since we only had two games, I could be lucky and have, have a very good game and uh, uh, the elite or, or better player could have uh, two uh, uh, games mm -hmm. with, with house balls and um, yeah there you have some some luck uh, in, involved and, and it's right. the same with you in the real life tournaments. Right, exactly. Um, well, I think that's a really good approach one, one actually. Game and and uh, then uh, if, if you if you are lucky then, then you can beat uh, uh, this guy but if you if you uh, are with, with like 30 games there's no way you will right. beat the elite player. No way. Right, because that elite player is, out of 30 games, is probably going to have an absolutely stellar game, even by their standards. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, my stellar game is what the elite player's average game 
is. That's right. Yeah. So That's if, if I can't... Basically. <laughs> yeah, so if my best game is only as good as their average game, how am I going to compete when they have enough chances to have an elite game themselves? Yeah. Uh, it's never going to happen. So the only hope is the fewer games give me, the average player, a better chance of beating them. Slim as that is, it still gives me a better chance. I actually think that could be the secret here. Like, to rather than having another tier, I actually think in instigating that, that you only have, like, two tries or something like that per tournament round, that would make people... Um, that would really even the competition out, I think. Oh, so um, maybe if you're in if you're in bronze level, you have unlimited tries. If you're in uh, silver level, you have ten tries, and if you're in gold level, you have two tries. Yeah, something like that. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, if you if you're in bronze, you can grind it out until you feel like you got the best score, so you can have a hope of progressing into a higher tier. But if you're already in a higher tier. Like you've got to demonstrate that you're good, and you should only need two games to right. stay in that higher tier. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I've never been demoted once out of a tier. I, that's supposed to happen, right? You're supposed to actually drop down a level. Yeah, um, I don't think anybody's yeah. ever actually uh, tested it. If, if, if you, if you want never. to do that, you 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 uh, really need to skip some tables and, and oh, just right. not play them. Uh, exactly. Yeah, you 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 won't uh, will never be in the. Uh, Last ten percent because uh, there are a lot of players uh, in there uh, who don't play uh, all the tables. I think. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this, so you actually physically got to throw your game um, to get demoted. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or only play, or only play two of the tables in the tournament. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if you don't play any of the tournament, then you technically haven't entered, and therefore you can't yeah, lose you, your you position. Won't, you won't get demoted. Yeah. You you, you uh. stay in, in in the same tier forever. I haven't I played have uh, the tournament for several months, and uh, I was still in, in gold, which is fine. I mean, um, mm. you don't need to get demoted if, if you don't uh, if you don't play. Yeah, I would have thought that if you you know how you've got to at least on mobile, you've got to progress through two screens before you get to the tournament lobby. Um, mm -hmm. I would have thought yep. that that second screen would be basically yes, I am essentially you know paying my money to the tournament director, and I'm joining mm -hmm. this tournament at that. And at that I'm, point. I'm, not, I'm not sure uh, if it's worked like this. Uh, I think it only works once you entered your first score. Oh, okay. It counts. Your first score is like your first I, I sort think, of... I think so. Yeah. I, I have never tried to, to uh, just uh, go into the tournament and then uh, not... And deliberately beta test anymore. to fail. Yeah. Essentially beta <laughs> test to failure. Yeah, which yeah. maybe I should do. I can't do it for this tournament, but maybe the next one I'll actually try and, and test it and just see if I can okay. do it. I think you know, that would make sense because you want to know what tables are there. How else are you going to find out? You know, if well, unless that's you, right. unless you're going to the forum and stuff to find out. But that's true. That is the only way to find out, isn't it? Because they don't yeah. do it. They don't tell you what the tables are no. on any of the front screens. So yeah, no. that's fair enough. Yeah. So I myself am not going to be playing in this tournament because uh, four of the eight tables <laughs> I have zero desire to uh, play. El Dorado. Ding, ding, uh, ding. <laughs> what else do we have? Cubal uh, Wizard. Oh, yeah, Cubal Wizard. Ding, ding, course. ding. Um, there's also Lights, Camera, Action. Ding, ding, yeah, ding. We, we, we <laughs> One more. One more. Uh, Fishtails. <laughs> no, Fishtails is good. Um, no, it's not Fishtails. It is... Mm -hmm. uh, what I'm trying we have? To, um, 
Let's see, we ate all the rats we have. Um, what else do we have? Let me start up the tab because I can't remember <laughs> off the top of my head. Look, what is the last look, one, Chris? Yeah, look at the, the list. I don't know all, all the tables. The last one I now. have no desire to play is Junkyard. Oh, you Junkyard. junkyard. Oh, yes, yeah. you're right. That's yeah, a bit of meh. I, I like that table, actually. I like it in real life. I don't I like used, it in TPA. Exactly. I liked. I used to like it in real life, and TPA, I just... It destroyed it for you. It's, yeah. It makes it far too easy. Yeah. Um, and I, <laughs> every time I look at it, I don't like... There's two things I saw um, playing yesterday that, that make me cringe every time. It's, um, you know, on the, uh, on the shooter lane, there's, like, the spinning target? Yeah. Uh, the spinner? Yeah. Well... <laughs> I can't unsee it now, and, and <laughs> blame me, everyone, because I'm about to tell you as well. Oh, great. When, oh, no, that, <laughs> when that thing when that thing spins, the micro switch leaf doesn't spit, like doesn't move at all. So it's basically just the little arm of the spinner that goes around and around. But the micro switch is a static picture, and it just stays static. So there's uh, no movement of the switch. I'm just going, oh. You couldn't have just animated that. It wouldn't have been that hard to do. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> so that's number one. Number two, which I think you probably would have all seen, is the the serpentine way the crane behaves. It like the 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 way that the um, ball gets flung around. Yeah. Um, it actually goes up like a sort of like a when you hit the ball, it will go up and sort of curve up into a U. So yeah. it will predictably hit all of the upper level targets. Okay. And I just I can't unsee it. It just looks so wrong <laughs> when when it snakes its way up to a target and hits it. Um, it just looks really, really artificial. So that's the two things on the table that really great every time I play it. The fun thing is, uh, you you have played it in, in real uh, in real life, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I haven't. Place. I yeah. haven't. And uh, a lot of those things, um, um, like those you you were just explaining. Um, on, on other tables, people notice, and I don't notice because I I haven't seen those tables in live action, and I don't know what the real real table behaves. Okay. So for me, this is the normal thing, mm. uh, although it might look a bit weird, or uh, but I don't know uh, exactly where to look, uh, like like the spinner. Um, yeah. I'm I'm not paying attention to it because I'm uh, trying to like work out what you need to do in the game. And you know, yeah. it's worth it's worth mentioning too that like th these aren't show stopping bugs. These these are just like weird things yeah. that happen in the game that make you go, Well, that's a bit mm -hmm. strange. But Well and in the case of Junkyard, the uh, wrecking ball crane is such a it's Integral a really feature. cool toy. It's a it really is. cool toy on the table and I I remember it stuck out so much in my mind from playing it in real life that years later when I was uh, you know Thinking about pinball again, and then looking for the uh, uh, the VR or not the VR tables, the the virtual pinball uh, forums. When I was you know doing those, downloading those tables, uh, Junkard was ones like, oh, I need to find that, I need to find that, and nobody recreated it at yeah. the time in that. And so it was one of those things where it was like I was really excited when it came to Pinball Arcade, and then after being with it for. I mean, it didn't take long, a few minutes. I just kind of went, oh, what's up with this table? It yeah. just it, it doesn't have that magical thing. <laughs> the thing that the, the other annoyance I have with it is that I don't feel that Farsight have implemented the, the uh, what would you call it, not the captive ball, but the, the stage ball in the trough. Because what should happen is 
like um, the next generation, there should always be a ball sitting in the up kicker for okay. the, the fridge. And so as soon as you plunge the ball, it should come out almost immediately at the other side. Um, and then the ball will actually then go and rest back into the fridge for the next time the ball enters that trough. Yeah. And it's um, it's always slow. And this is the thing about the game. Like it, without that feature implemented, it makes the game so slow. And that's the thing. Um, I think that's the biggest thing about the game. That single thing, not staging the ball correctly, mm. is the thing that kills it for me. I'm also not a fan of, uh, and I've mentioned this before, so I'll keep it brief, but I'm just not a fan of the the progression through the table itself because once you get past those first five and you do the, the wizard goal, then it's just wash and repeat. There's no variation to the table whatsoever. And now, again, really in easy. real life, yeah, in it's real really life, you're not going to have that issue because you're rarely going to get that far into the game. But on TPA, it's like, how many really? times? Yeah, how many times? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. like in many other, other tables as well, yeah. Yeah. So I guess um, this might actually bring us into another thing we're going to talk about today, right, Chris? And that was the, the questions answered thread. Absolutely. So you guys remember last week we mentioned that there was a, uh, a Farsight employee by the name of uh, Fredo, son of Godfather, <laughs> who was offering to answer anything, and we all jumped on that. And then uh, we got no responses, and it was like, well, what was up this with is, that? And yeah. then people were questioning if he was a real employee. And then he went ahead and posted some responses, and people really questioned if he was a real employee. <laughs> yeah. Because, let's put it to you this way, if any of you have ever had an interaction with Heretic um, and his forum <laughs> post, and Heretic won't have a problem with us saying that, because he knows that he's a little bit um, <laughs> yeah. up left field. Well, a heretic was actually offended that somebody was doing such a poor imitation of him. So, <laughs> really, doesn't it? <laughs> the funny thing is, I, I, I saw uh, it live when, when those posts appeared one after another. I was oh. just online at that time, and at some point I, I was just like, what the f***? What is this dude on? So uh, we won't go into the the what actually transpired, other than to say that uh, that person is not an employee at Farsight anymore. That's they right. were an actual employee. They are no longer an employee. Um, okay. We won't go into the rumor base of uh, what happened after that. Um, mm. But uh, Mike Lindsay, the community manager, then stepped in and decided to, hey, I will answer everybody's questions. Which was really good of him to do that. It was really good of him, except for most of the responses wound up being the classic uh, responses from Farsight, which is, yes, we plan on doing that. Yes, we would like to do that. We are looking into that we in are the looking future. looking into that, yeah. <laughs> um, translation, they don't know when it's going to happen or if it's going to happen, just they would like it to happen. So let me just run through some of the, the quick versions of the questions uh, and those things. So, start off with uh, when can uh, Serum Pinball Arcade be expected to be released? And the answer was, we expect to release it late fall. Yeah. Okay. Again, very non-committal, which we don't want them to, I actually don't want them to commit to a time frame on that, because it's like, right. release it when it's ready, please. Don't yeah, promise right. a date. Just release it when it's ready. Um, also, uh, we found out that for right now, uh, the Stern Pimblar Arcade app is exclusive to the Oculus VR. It's not coming to any of the other uh, VR headsets uh, That's right. 
anytime in the near future. And not even Oculus, as in PC Oculus. I don't think so. Right, no, um, I think it's the Sam Gear, uh, Samsung, Samsung Gear VR. Gear VR, yeah, which is... Uh, so, <laughs> we can talk about this later, Chris, but that's a very narrow market. Yes. <laughs> for VR. Um, yeah. Um, uh, then we move on to... The question was... <laughs> and our, our good friend uh, Jeff, who used to uh, be with us on the podcast, um, who, by the way, just got a brand... Well, not brand new, but new to him, yes. Pinball Machine, uh, Circus, Gottlieb... Uh, wide body, beautiful. Huge wide body. Picked it yep. up for a song, 600 bucks. so way to go, Jeff. So that's, cheap. Uh, oh, man. That's a really boy. good pickup. Um, and I, you know what? You could give me even a, a Gottlieb premiere for yeah. 600 bucks, <laughs> and I would go, hey, you know what? It's 600 bucks. So, um, yep, any port in the store, basically. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So anyway, he brought up something that me and him, the very first time we went up to visit Farsight, we brought this up. That was, what, four years ago, I think? Yeah, about three, I think. And that is about adding difficulty mode to Pinball Arcade. <laughs> and the response is... They ran into complications with the emulation and getting it all to function, but Bobby is assuring us that it hasn't been dropped. Yeah, it's just severely deprioritized in business speak. Yeah. I'll put a business spin, because I, I, I can see this language all the time where I work, and so I can translate that into business speak for you right. as we go through the list. Next up, <laughs> is it possible that we'll get Capcom tables? Yes, it's possible. <laughs> it is possible we will digitize Capcom cables in the future, which means reading between the lines, they, there's no restriction on them doing it. It's just that they it's not a really big priority for them at this stage. Nor do we even know if they've gone so far as to secure the license. Probably not. So, um, okay, finally we're going to get to one that actually has uh, an actual answer. And this is something that's been specula speculated on for a while, isn't it? Yes, About and that is... Will there be more seasons beyond season seven? And the answer is, as long as there is demand, they will keep on pumping out seasons. Which is pretty obvious, really, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. No, it's, um, I'm not going to reveal exactly the nature of the conversation that I had, but the let's just say that it's not entirely obvious <laughs> that mm. they would continue um, because there is a certain tipping point where the money generated from all the previous seasons is more than enough to sustain, uh, the, studio. To sustain the studio without having to bother with recreating tables. But the flip side is, hey, if we're still buying them and they're still making it, the more seasons that they have means even more money generated in the future. So, yep. um, Because you've got to remember that every table is a hook for somebody who loves that particular table, who may exactly. not love anything else in the, in the product, and they may use that as a gateway drug. So every table is a gateway drug. Yep. 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 So that is very good news, though, because we were speculating even, too, with uh, the Stern Pinball app, to what extent they're going to be able to keep on cranking out tables month by month. Mm -hmm. Um so it's good to know that they're still going to be... On, on the other hand, uh, it's, it's a reply they, they uh, gave um, uh, before season six, I think, mm -hmm. uh, already. Um, it's uh, exactly the same reply. And um, I think uh, the, uh, the only thing is we don't know what the, the level is when they would stop making tables, when, when it would not be... Um, 
viable. For them. Correct. Viable. We don't know. Yeah. We, we, we don't have know. no idea, and uh, at the moment we we just can't hope uh, it's um, there are enough players buying new tables, um, and and it's important they they buy new tables uh, because uh, if it's just um, the old seasons get bought, um, then they could think well the new tables are not uh, interesting anymore, um, they are not uh, generating uh, enough revenue, so mm. uh, we just stick with with what we have. I think the real problem that Farside faces is that they just keep on ticking off the console owners um, yeah. Yeah. who are yeah. lagging so far behind that uh, it's just leaving such a bad taste in their mouth that they don't want to purchase the seasons. And uh, you wait, if, if, you wait, if you wait five months for a table to come out, mm -hmm. odds are if you really want to play that, you probably bought it on another format if you bought it at all, or you just finally go, you know what, I've had enough of this program. It I'm doesn't encourage... <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, you, or just I'm going to a completely different uh, uh, game. I'm not yeah. going to play Pinball Arcade anymore. Um, yeah, play Zen, which doesn't seem to have the problem. Right. Um, so, yeah. it, it, it's, it's a terrible strategy. Yeah, but but, uh, but uh, Zen, on the other hand, uh, how often do they release? Twice a year? Three times is what I think. Yeah, usually yeah. about three times. Yeah, but certainly not every month. And well, and um, that's the problem with Zen. You never know when it's going to drop. You don't yeah. know how long, how long your gap of waiting and, is going to be. Uh, especially for for um, uh, for pinball arcade and and uh, consoles. I think the problem is uh, you you need to go to uh, through the certification process every time. Yeah, yeah it's and quite some money. Yeah, huge amount of money. Um, I, I was know, listening it's, to a. Um, it's expensive, but um, uh, I think from Xbox uh, 360 and uh, PlayStation 3, I heard something li like uh, 10,000 upwards. Yeah, I've heard values about that. I think I actually heard a little bit more, actually. Um, there was this uh, podcast I listened to called from a dev studio called Butterscotch Shenanigans, and they were talking about how much it would cost them to get onto console, and I think they were saying a little bit more than 10,000. Because um, you've got to have a you got to have a publisher and all this sort of stuff as well, and that really adds to the money. Um, well, and it's also a case of where the the Sony or Microsoft can reject the program if they don't like some of the bugs that are in the program. Yeah, and then you have to pay all over again. So it actually it, it's I understand the delay that they do. It allows basically Steam uh, to work out all the kinks. And then yeah. they can apply all those kinks into uh, the the consoles, so that when they release the consoles, they're functioning, you know, in a manner that's not going to get them rejected. Yeah. Um, it's it's the main problem with them releasing monthly and not being far ahead of their releases. Yeah. You know what I mean? They you know that's they're right. finishing a table and then two weeks later it's being released, as opposed to finishing a table two months before it's supposed to be released. That's right. Which Mm. Which is what us beta testers would love, because <laughs> me and Jerry can go off on a rant and that, but we're going to save that rant for a little bit later. I think I think it sounds a bit like the head-to-head -head beta. Mm. Which, right. Um, let's move on. Uh, Black Knight, will that ever get made over? Yes, but we don't have an ETA. Well, we've been hearing that for also it's three like years. Three years. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, the more mechanical sounds will be added. That was a very vague 
mechanical sounds added to what is it to yeah. across all the platforms? Are there certain platforms that are missing mechanical sounds? Um, Norman seemed to indicate uh, in a separate uh, response that they were planning on re-recording some things, and I do believe that with Stern Pinball App, absolutely everything is its own mechanical sound. It, yeah. Like, none of the sounds are universal across each table. It's unique no. for each and every single table. Every single mechanism has a particular sound file associated with it rather than a generic pool. Um, right. Which would stand to reason, because there's only, like, you know, they've got two, maybe, I think, two tables out at the moment. So they can afford to be that specific with them. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, we the question was on Steam. Uh, Theater of Magic, the mirror uh, over the inlays at the top of the is it's it's gone. It's not there anymore. All right. Um, and also on Monster Bash, there's this really truly horrible thing happening with multiball, where it goes into uh, ball launch mm -hmm. look. And mm -hmm. locked there, and so you're far away from the table playing multi-ball, <laughs> and yeah. it's quite annoying. Um, mm. The the it was asked, hey, are these going to be fixed? And it's yes, but there's no ATA on that. Yeah, we'll totally fix that at some point. It's like, uh, and the thing was, is it was they were working perfectly fine just two months ago. Yeah, so there's um, been a regression. And something they've done in the code to screw up the the cameras and and weirdness. Which is uh, and again, it's why is it that when you put when you add in one table, that suddenly multiple tables break? I don't understand that at all. No, they might have been putting some extra some different code that um, no, because to it's a complete surprise to them. They'll be like, well, we didn't even touch those tables. Why are they broken? Well, it could be a class on the new table they've implemented. It affects all the other classes and the other tables. Um, that happens. Like it's very easy to break software. Very easy. <laughs> so oh, they could I have can, actually done I can tuning. tell you stories about that, um, yeah. and it's a bit de derailing, but uh, interesting nonetheless. Um, I used to play Star Wars Galaxies, um, which is an MMO uh, RPG um, by Sony Online Entertainment, and it had uh, so complex structures. When, when they updated one thing in, in one profession, something completely in a different uh, uh, um, system, in a crafting system, uh, broke for, for n nobody could explain how they are linked. But uh, yeah, that happens quite often. And, and uh, Star Wars Galaxies, it, it, it was more the rule like, oh, are we introducing a new fe feature here? Oh, let's see where, where it breaks, uh, what it breaks no. in, in a completely yeah. different system. Yeah, right. And that's, that's exactly right. So this is what they probably found with that thing. It's uh, they're going, oh, yeah, we'll just we'll fix this thing that we've known about for a while. We'll just get it fixed. And then it affects all the other things in other games because another part of the game relies on that particular thing to work. Like, it's like key functionality and everything else isn't backwards compatible. So, so maybe, that, maybe, that's, maybe that's what the problem is, is that they're pulling, L, or they're using elements that get put into multiple tables, hmm. rather than making each table its own environment that nothing yeah. else is from. Uh, you know, because that's what I would think it is, is that each table should be locked. You know, if done, hmm. if locked. When you are in the lobby and you select that table, it's like opening up that table's program. 
rather yeah, than what it's probably, probably doing, which probably is, okay, now let's open up all these assets and that are shared among many tables to compile this table. Um, I think I think um, uh, there, there might be something like uh, in in uh, in the ROM emulation, uh, which is shared uh, as well. Um, yeah. the, the program itself, which which does uh, ROM emulation, I, I'm not a programmer by all means, but um, I can imagine that there are shared functionalities across uh, all yeah. tables, at least uh, from the same system. That would um, definitely be its own class. Like the emulation yeah. thing would be its own class, but. Yeah, adding and changing things like sound effects and um, those type of things, that should not cause the no. features that we're seeing here, because that's simply just a sound file, like an old. No, or having a graph, having a graphic suddenly disappear, or having your multi-ball all of a sudden lock into a certain view on one table. Yeah, that's strange. It's very strange. One, one, one thing is is uh, more like a, an asset which is gone missing, and yeah. the other thing is is uh, in fact uh, a functionality which is moving the camera. Right. It's, yes. Uh, two completely uh, different uh, things. So uh, I could understand uh, the the camera. Uh, thing, uh, which is funny, by the way, the flight 2000. I only noticed it uh, when uh, when it was posted uh, by uh, Pinball with uh, one uh, plunger uh, camera um, at the moment. Um, uh, if you select it, it looks uh, somewhere uh, to the ceiling or so, <laughs> and and no. it's fixed in the beta. And I, di I didn't notice, but uh, when when uh, Pinball was wrote it, yeah, I, I noticed it there. Um, moving on down the list, we have, uh, hey, how about those medieval madness flippers? Oh, that again? Really? <laughs> hey, it's on the list. Yeah, it's been on the list since day one. Um, uh, are older sterns possible in TPA? And the answer was, yes, they might be possible. It's still possible that we will release older stern tables to Pimble Arcade. So mental, but... mental note, folks, when you're asking stern anything, mm. make it yes and no. Question. Yes. Don't give yes. them an out of or, or, possible. Or, or a or when. Would you like to. Yeah. <laughs> or a so when. this is notice the language here in that point. It's still possible that we release old older stern tables to Pinball Arcade. That suggests that they're coming from something else. So would well, they be coming from the stern Pinball Arcade? When we say older sterns, what are we referring to? Yeah, stern oh. electronics or right. diarist or what? You know. Right. Now, um, older stern, stern electronic tables, absolutely, they should belong in Pinball Arcade. Um, yeah. But, you know, anything with a license, um, arguably, should be um, under the uh, the Stern Pinball Arcade banner, I would think. Or anything yeah. that, well, put it this way, anything that Stern has the um, the CAD assets for right. um, should be under the um, uh, that one, yeah. the, the new one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hey, how are those emulations uh, for tables? Well, Sold state have? tables. Yes, yeah. and it was once again that we're looking to have putting that in the future. Yeah, that'll be done in the future for real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay, here we go with something that actually is definitive, uh, and that is that they are adding physics, the new physics, into iOS tables a few tables at a time each month and they will do that until they are actually finished with all of them. So mm. That's good. And that will be the same for, I, uh, for Android as well. For Android, share yes. the same code base. Yes. 
Um, then we get into the hey uh, with seasons one and two. Are there any plans on updating the graphics and the physics and the tuning and the sound <laughs> and um, the everything <laughs> and the everything basically you know comprehensive upgrade to bring seasons one and two up to par with the you know three three through six yeah. and the answer to that was uh, it's planned <laughs> yep but it's a big job so huge job um, that's going to require on many tables them to completely strip their uh, machines once again. Now I will say this because somebody brought this up as a question of well they may not even have these machines yet. They do have all of season one and two except for going nuts. That's the only table that they did not um, purchase. Yeah, because so, of scarcity. Because they couldn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. So Farsight does own all those tables, so it's completely in the realm of possibility for them to be able to strip them down and and you know do what needs to be done with those. That's right. Um, then we have uh, another definitive answer, which is uh, somebody asked about uh, glass reflection, and nope, they do not have any plans to add glass reflection. So no. if you really want it, you're going to have to dig out your Gottlieb and Williams collection discs and uh, play with it there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, somebody asked about the match sequences on uh, Frankenstein and Last Action Hero that I guess the there's some I I don't I didn't notice it, but there's something that went on with the uh, animations for those that they're either not present or something, and somebody was saying, "Ah, oh, it's because they're super violent." And Farsight responded that it has nothing to do with the violence of them, but more that something went wrong with the emulation. They had uh, to cut them, otherwise it would they, break the emulation. Exactly. So they're again, they want to uh, add them back in at some point, but uh, that's why they're not there. Which I'd argue. To the, I'd actually argue that we don't need match animations at all on any of the tables, I, but that's just me. <laughs> the the only I, the only reason why I would want them is for the same reason that I want to have the ability. Stats. Well, not so much the stats. No, I want the ability to even before entering a coin, uh, you know, to be able to enter in those certain codes that'll allow the table to moo at you or whatever. Oh yes. It's just a completion. It's a com- for me. It's it's the completion of the table. I want to be able. Yeah, to I guess. That. I guess a match thing is you know that that is a, a discrete component of the table. And sometimes the match animations are funny for the, the yeah. first five times you see them, <laughs> and then you want them off because you just want to start the next game. Right. True. <laughs> but yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've actually sh- drained the ball immediately, paused the game, and put restart rather than actually sit through the match. Yep. Animation. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, then we got uh, the question about Tales from the Crypt. Could it be included? And the answer is yes, it could be included, just depending on the license. So with that, we're going to say bye-bye to Pinball After yep. Dark. You are not needed. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly right. Pinball After Dark is now officially dead. Um, <laughs> there's no way it's going to be happening. No. Um, okay, Somebody asked about adding pro modes to seasons one and two, and they are not on the list. No, which is a crime. Again, yes, because it's those classic. It's the classic tables that don't yeah. have pro mode. <laughs> come on, we're talking medieval madness here, right? Right. No right. pro mode. What the actual heck? Creature from the Black Lagoon. No pro mode. Uh, Monster Bash. No pro mode. I mean, it, it's why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Another definitive answer, are you planning on adding 3D to the PS4? 
like it was on the PS3? And the answer is not planned. <laughs> no. Um, which, yeah, I won't comment on that. Never mind. Um, <laughs> are there? There, there are plans to improve the leaderboard integrity. There are plans. Again, yes. we hear this plans a lot. Um, plans. That means uh, a bug. On the other hand, uh, to to be fair, uh, as long as they say we have plans or we are planning on doing it, it's uh, still a difference to know it's not on our list. Basically, so, it's a yes at some point, but it's yeah, not a hard yeah, no. Depending, so you're, depending you're right. on on workload and everything, yeah. Yes, but it's that yes. leads into the very next question and how that's been going, which is there's a master issues uh, list for mm-hmm. PC. And it's been around for some time. It's a rather large bug list, and it's, hey, how about that list? And the A was, well, we tackle as many as we can each month. Well, yeah. if you have this giant list of things that are planned, plus master bug, bug list. list, you can guess that that I would say the amount of things that are getting fixed and implemented pale in compared to the amount of things that are going wrong each month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean... So um, your list is growing faster than you can knock it off. Exactly, exactly. Uh, especially since, since you get more and more tables um, uh, where you have more and more issues and uh, some things, uh, I guess, they are so old and um, the, the code is so old and uh, maybe not that good uh, commented and, and documented uh, for uh, some of the older tables that, that it's hard to, to find uh, the issues. Well, and that, oh, is a, that, that is an issue. I don't know. I, I know that Mike Reitmeyer, who does the programming, uh, mm-hmm. that he's been there since day one. Um, but there are platform-specific people that have not been there since day mm-hmm. one. And there has been issues where somebody has left and you know, mid-project, and the person that takes over the project has to start at square one because they can't yeah. make heads or tails of, of the work that was uh, how it had progressed. Terrible, terrible technical debt. It's such a problem in in every organization, but in yeah. particular yeah. game developer organizations, because it's just it's a yeah, huge you, problem. You lose knowledge when when you lose the people. Um, yeah. Tap passing. Yeah, they may tackle that at some point. So that's a mm, yeah, probably at some point after we fix the issues in the master list for PC and all the other ones you guys <laughs> are bringing. Up. Uh, yeah. Um, they are hoping for ball spin in Physics 4.0, um, mm. which I believe we knew that. That again, their Physics 4.0 is first going to be implemented in the Stern Pinball app. Yeah. So uh, if we see it there, then cross your fingers that it'll migrate itself over to uh, Pinball Arcade. Yeah. Um, but if they can't make it work, because with with the Stern Pinball app, they're building a new engine. You know, it, it's. That's why there's going to be certain demands on the equipment that you use it on. Uh, yeah. So if they cannot get it working there, where they're starting from ground zero and not trying to you know, deal with legacy uh, issues, um, if it's not there, it's not going to be in Pinball Arcade. If you see it in Stern Pinball App, then I think there's a at least a fighting chance we'll see it in Pinball Arcade. Yeah, that's right. Um... Ah, the construction set. The pinball construction set. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's been put on hold. <laughs> that's, that's far from surprising. Oh, yeah, surprising, the, yeah. The, the can of worms that was going to open up was phenomenally huge. I mean, oh, and when, yeah. you th- when you think about it, uh, Little Big Planet is an entire game devoted 
to allowing you to construct your own levels. Yeah, exactly. Um, you got it, it's a that's a full time game that you have to develop for. Um, you know, Nintendo. How many years did it take Nintendo to finally come out with their own Mario Maker? Oh, gee, and, I don't know. I'm, I'm, well, it only came out last year, and oh, how, long is, <laughs> how long has Nintendo been out? You know, and people have been begging for it ever since Excite Bike allowed you to create your own level, um, you know, on the original NES. So, uh, yeah, I I always thought that that was kind of a pipe dream, and I guess they finally saw the writing on the wall too. Mm. Um, so I think we should probably jump onto now what Norman uh, was saying yes. about sound. So. Um, in post number 46 of that thread, um, he answered a question from Relaxation who asked, would recording sound straight from the speaker wire via line out convert to be more accurate than whatever sound, in brackets, filtering, analog equipment, emulation, TPA may or may not have? And Norman, um, in his response, referred back to a, a video that um, was made available at the 2015 Replay FX. Um, convention where he talked a lot about this and he goes on to summarize um, over the years we've worked the audio for all the tables in different ways depending on the technology at the time on the early tables most of the time the audio was ripped straight from the chip this required a lot of post-processing and mixing to get things to sound right uh, around the funhouse era we were taking a line directly out from the soundboard this didn't work any better than the rip later and up to now we are able to call up every sound through the speakers either by a custom game chip or with computer software. This is really the best way. The benefit of doing this is we get the sound after it has passed through any EQs or filters in the real table that are put in place after the sound chip. We also get a mic placement phase that allows us to keep room ambience in, more like it would be if you were really playing. And that's a really good technical description. But um, what do you guys think of that? I think that a lot of people are quick to place the bad audio that was native to the game and place that blame on Farsight. When yeah, if they that's... actually heard the game in real life, they would realize it's not Farsight. It was the game itself. Yeah, I think yeah, you're right there, Chris. I think uh, it's a lot of difference if you hear uh, one table in an arcade with... Ten other tables making noise, exactly. uh, and uh, if if you are just playing the table and exclusively on in pinball arcade where where you have uh, uh, your ears only for that one table and all the bad noises it it does or, or the bad sound effects it has. But not only <clears> that, <throat> not only that, nor, um, Sven, but you know it's it's being able to listen back through the audio through headphones as well, which even amplifies it more. Yeah, yeah exactly. And if you've ever been in front of a whitewater, you know that the audio was terrible. Yeah, it was just If you've just been in front terrible. of a creature from the Black Lagoon, you know the audio is terrible. It's not... Uh, that's not Farsight's doing. That's native to the game itself. Yeah. So then Ben Logan goes to respond to Norman's post, and I think this is, this is indicative of pretty much how everyone feels about the audio um, in... Uh, TPA, and that is, uh, Ben goes on to say, the biggest problem with TPA sound is the incredibly low bit rate. Yeah. Why so crunchy and compressed? Are we that worried about table download size? This is the biggest thing I have a problem with. Um, it's what I've said over and over again, that, you know, mobile is is offered at 11 kilohertz, which is, which is low quality mono. Um, it doesn't need to be high quality 
um, stereo because, of course, all these tables are presented in mono sound anyhow. So at a minimum, you should have good quality single channel um, mono, which is 22 kilohertz. Um, I know on PC, the bit rate is 44 kilohertz, which is standard stereo, which means that it, nothing is compressed and it's really, really clear. Um, so that's that's definitely something that I'd like to see improved. And it wouldn't be that hard. Just make the PC game assets um, available to um, all the other platforms, and your job's done. The second big the, the second biggest problem that Ben identified is the recycled mechanical sounds. And I think we were talking a little bit about this earlier in the show with um, uh, Stern Pinball recording discrete sounds per machine. Now. The different machines make different mechanical sounds. Uh, I like that Farsight uh, EM table sounds are different from the Farsight DMD games at least, but beyond that, I don't hear anything in the way of differentiation from you guys in terms of mechanical sound. Modern Stern flippers, solid-state Gottlieb flippers, and 80s and 90s William flippers all sound different. Yep. Consider starting there, and this is exactly what we were saying the other day, right, Chris? Like, yep. it, pretty much Ben is, is exactly like mirroring what we were saying on the podcast. Um, he goes on to say, isn't there an audio geek amongst your crew? Well, actually, I can answer that, yes. It's Norman. It's Norman. Norman. <laughs> is, Norman is the audio geek in Farsight. He is the sound producer, and he is a guy who's progressed the audio to the point that it is now in the game. Um, recording unique mechanical sounds will be super easy with a simple Zoom XY field recorder. Yeah, that's that's totally true, Ben. The problem is the Farsight audio mixer is mono only, so that wouldn't be much point. Um and man, what a fun and inexpensive project for your team. I can't help but think you guys are missing a real opportunity to easily boost the realism of your tables with better quality audio. Again, it comes down to the Farsight audio mixer that's in the game. It's only um, mono capable because that's what they spec'd it out when they released the game. And yes, it would be great to have zen-like audio separation uh, with the sound effects or even something like you know what we hear on real-life tables like um, um, Wizard of Oz because that really is amazing. Um, but again, the engine is different, and like he goes yeah. on to say, the uh, virtual pinball community really excels here, and that's true. But their emulation framework is completely different to Farsight, so that's like comparing apples with oranges. Uh, so there, there's a lot of things that um, in that response that are quite true. I mean, I go on to saying like a bit, little bit later on there, saying like giving us 44 kilohertz audio on the mobile would make a huge difference when we play through headphones. Um, but yeah, audio is such a, it seems to me, it's such a, an easy thing to fix. You change the assets from 11 kilohertz to 44, make them available on all platforms, your job is done. And the, the problem I think too is I, I've heard that um, Norman is a little bit hard of hearing as well. So uh, when... That's because he's a bass player. Well, that's right, because he's got <laughs> the chunky bass playing all the time. So... <laughs> So Norman sometimes has a little bit of trouble hearing the differences. Like, for example, I, I heard the story where um, as part of a, a beta testing um, request, you know, we said, look, can you can you just tell Norman about the farting saucer? For those of you who don't know what the farting saucer is, it's the eject mechanism sound that happens on pretty much every single Farsight table except the Kickstarter tables because they recorded the eject noise really well on those and they sound realistic. And so could you just get him to change the farting saucer over to an actual mechanical, metallic-sounding sort of noise like it is on Terminator 2? You know, just take Terminator 2 sounds, put them into all the other tables, and that would be a huge step forward. And um, 
I heard that um, you know basically had to go into Norman's office and crank the audio up as high as it could possibly go so that he could hear the differences between the farting saucer and oh. the T2 saucer. So this could also, again, anecdotally, this could actually be a part of the problem as well. Like there's a bit of a little bit of trouble hearing the the subtleties between audio. See, it could just be a case of, hey, look, it all sounds right to me, because <laughs> he is the audio director. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a bit, it's it's a tricky thing. All of this comes back to me wishing that uh, Farsight was as obsessive about the pinball tables as the guys that uh, Polyphony Digital that does Gran Turismo are about cars, where they sit there and stick mics on every part of the car at every speed of the car driving on various tracks and various environments and, you know, all for that just uber sense of realism. Yep. Uh, and obviously a pinball table doesn't have nearly as many parameters as, as a no. vehicle does, but um, I wish that there was that obsessiveness. You um, should at least be able to go and and have all those sounds in a common sound pool, particularly in the case for Android, which needs those sounds in yeah. the Android sound pool, so they trigger immediately. Um, and just, like, I'm quite happy with, like, most of the mechanisms. So if you recorded a mechanism for a Williams table, like a, a source reject, then your chances are that across belly Williams tables across the years, that, that sound would not change yeah. for that mechanism. But if it's a different, if it's a specific sort of eject mechanism, that's only in that game, it will sound different, and it does need to be captured discreetly. If their goal is, in the mission statement, to like faithfully recreate every table, then that is part of that recreation strategy. Hey, I want to circle back to uh, one of the earlier questions that was answered, just because it spurned a little bit of debate here, and as you and I have been accused of constantly saying uh, apparently that we have no problem <coughs> wanting to spend money on Pinball Arcade and Farsight oh, yeah. whatever the heck they want, uh, I took personal affront to this. So it was in regards to the updating, the comprehensive updates of Season 1 and 2, and one of the forum members, I believe his name is Zevius Zoquis, um, he... He first posited, hey, you know, I would kick in a tenor if it would mean comprehensive update. And then in vitro, uh, who I said was on fire this week with uh, getting in fights with, with everybody. With <laughs> rhetoric. <laughs> rhetoric, rhetoric, rhetoric yes. He said that he would drop 50 to $75, to which I'm like, that's rebuying the entire season. Is, yes. <laughs> you know, that's just nuts. And my thing was... Why do you people, why is your first response always, well, here's some money. Will that fix it? Throw money at the problem and it will go away. That's <laughs> not going to fix it because it's not how Farsight is viewing it as a problem at all. And my point is, uh, whether it's a bug, whether it's graphics, whether it's physics, you are presenting your game as a unified front. Mm. You know, all these tables are unified in one uh, 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 house, you might say, which is the the, um, the user interface. Yeah. And you should, as goodwill towards your customers, go back and make everything so that it is balanced and equal. And on top of that, these are your first two seasons which had arguably the best tables um, yeah. that people wanted. This should be... you know, If anybody is new to Pinball Arcade and there are new users ample new users every single month that are buying these seasons. They'll Those start are at season the, one. Right, start Those are the ones that they're going to purchase. This is, yeah. this is their first taste of it. 
So you need to go in and update this stuff, and we all should benefit from that. You, it should not be a case of, oh, but you're going to have to rebuy it and, yeah. and, you know, and redo that. Because here's the other thing. Uh, Farsight has far from proven that they can put out a anything that is free of bugs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's no way that we can say they can do that. No. Um, so I would uh, I would anticipate that even though we get better graphics and better physics or you know better tuning, that there would still be some other new bugs introduced, and I'm not paying for any of that. If they had a history of putting out flawless product, then maybe we could say yes. Um, yeah. So then Zevius wound up uh, responding... Uh, he basically said, well, if it's a choice of paying $10 or getting nothing, then I'd pay $10. And my thing is, well, you're the one that offered that. Farsight didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do we know that Farsight wouldn't be willing to do this without charging? We don't know that, but if you're going to all of a sudden jump and offer money, well, who would they be to be like, no, 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 we don't want that. And as instead of going, well, sure, if you want to pay us money, we'll take the money, even though they would do it for free anyway. Yeah. Um, the thing is as I've spoken about on many occasions, like the fan form represents like 1% of right. the actual user base. So, exactly. you know, yeah, sure. Okay, so the fans are telling us that they're going to pay $75 for us to do the table. <laughs> That's nice. The rest right. of the population isn't going to tell us that. They're going to say, yeah, just fix your bugs fast. Like, what are you doing, yo? That's what they're yeah, going to be saying. And, and, and think of, of the uh, practical uh, complications. I mean, what, what do you want to do? Want, want to release two uh, versions of a table, uh, one w which is the original version, and one you only have access to if you pay another 10, 15, 75 uh, well, That's right. Right. Uh, I, it's not that you, you have, to you have two, two different, different tables uh, you, you have to maintain. Exactly. Uh, or you have to make the decision, yes, we're going to be releasing an updated pack and you all have to pay for this update. Right. Like, um, there will be... Um, yeah, or, like, or, you, or you are stuck with, with the version you have forever. Yeah, and that's no longer maintained. Yeah, so if you want the... Basically, they have to do it through entitlement. So it's like, yes, there's a new and improved version of this table. You must rebuy it to unlock the new improved version. Would you like to spend $5 on this table? Uh, or whatever, or $1 to upgrade or something like that, you know. And that's um, th that's going to make people, like general people that aren't fans, go, yeah. come on, mate, what's going on here? <laughs> like, we've already paid for the table. I'm yeah. going to pay for you to fix bugs in the product. That's exactly how they're going to be thinking when they see it, you know. And it's not yeah, like they're... If, you, if you're not, not adding adding a lot of uh, new features uh, which which you could do with other games uh, where, where you have um, uh, download content um, uh, as add-on to, to your main game, but you, you are talking about a pinball which is as it is. The only yeah. thing you can, can add uh, is uh, the, the pro mode. Yeah. yeah, pro and updated graphics. That's, yeah. that's about it. Yeah. yeah, and it's not like it, it's not like there's hasn't been precedent with this. You know, when Zen went from uh, well Zen to Zen Two on PS2, and then also with I believe when they did it to Pinball FX Two, um, they didn't charge. No. They just basically yeah. said, "Hey, we have a new physics engine. We have new things. We want to keep all these tables. Um, we need everybody to migrate over. So yeah. migrate over." For free. <laughs> for, for free. Coming. You'll still you'll yeah. you'll still have these things. You know. Yeah. Um, They'll be better. Somebody else brought up that uh, Bethesda is doing this right now with uh, Skyrim. Yeah. yeah. So they are doing. It's it, you know it's the same with with the Witcher, uh, the, the Witcher. 
Right. You know, so everybody's bringing up their their oh well, you know, I own Final Fantasy VII on PS, you know, on PS PlayStation One. Does that mean I'm gonna get, you know, for free on PS4? It's like no, quit using that oh, argument. Dude. That's the wrong <laughs> argument. That's the wrong. We and we've had this discussion many, 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 many times. I'm not going there again because clearly you're not listening. Um, yeah, that's right. But then Zevius went on, and I'm gonna quote him directly. He says. Companies have to make enough money to keep paying salaries, and I suspect most of the reason uh, much of this stuff isn't getting done very quickly is because Farsight has to keep producing new tables to keep money rolling in and can't afford to go back and work on old stuff that won't actually result in new money. This is faulty logic, people. Mm-hmm. Farsight, is doing, Farsight is doing just fine, okay? <laughs> They they are not living paycheck to paycheck and being entirely dependent. As I mentioned earlier, they are selling full seasons or even just partial tables and stuff to new users at a rather large rate every single month. Okay? So, they've already long since written off probably balance the budget on all the builds and purchasing that they did for seasons one through four. Those yeah. are entirely paid off. Every ounce of money that's coming in now is gravy, and apparently there's plenty of gravy coming in. All yeah. right? Anecdotally, because we don't know their revenue, but right. you know, you can pretty much put two and two together and get four. Right. Now, the flip side of that <clears> is <throat> you saying, oh, well, I'll pay $10 so that they can hire a new employee. Again, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> you, you're not going to hire somebody to fix something off the promise that people are going to be paying money. No. You need that money guaranteed coming in in order to afford this person. So you you, you can't hire someone and say uh, in, uh, within one or two months fix this and and then uh, you are laid off again. Um, right. Take take some time to to get these people up to speed. Yeah, exactly. It's like saying, sure, look, we'll hire you, but we won't actually give you the money until six months after you join. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because, because that's when we'll actually start getting revenue right. in from the sale. So yeah. when when I work on a movie or a TV show, I'm we're working under the idea that yes, they already have the money and uh, enough to cover the production. And then when the movie is released, that's when the production, you know, hits the bank, you know, or, or yeah. you know, wins the jackpot or whatever. That's what they're gambling on. But they're not telling us crew members, oh, hey, um, yeah. We'll give you shares in this movie that will become dividends when we actually release it. <laughs> like, there's right. no one works like that. Although I have argued that they should do that. We have various tiers of employment, uh, one of which is basically it's called a tier one and it's literally less than half of what our normal standard rate is. Mm. And those are the, when you get the phone call, it's always, we've got this wonderful cast, and it's a really great script, to which I say, I could care less how strong your cast or script is, because I get paid the same no matter what. Now, if you want me to actually care, then, yeah, how about if the movie is successful and reaches a certain point, then you pay me up to what my full rate would have normally been. Um, you know, yeah. then I'll actually you know care about that kind of argument and and be concerned for the kind of project that I would choose to work on. That's right. Um, but yeah, no, it's it, it's it's putting the cart in front of the horse here with this stuff, and mm. we don't need to entitle Farsight or any game company to purposely not do a good job on their product 
only so that we can pay more for them to do it properly later on. That's um, right. It's what drives everybody nuts with these games that get released where you find out that, oh, they didn't complete the final three levels, and that's going to be released as downloadable content later yeah. that you have to pay for. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's infuriating. But, you know, yeah, I think we just need to stop trying to suggest that uh, these companies can operate on the cap-in-hand sort of way of doing things. Because like, general, generally people that aren't fans really don't care. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Well, Jared, we don't have time to uh, go off on uh, complaints about uh, beta testing. No, we don't, <laughs> because we're well and truly running long today. Well and um, truly. Yeah. Oh, so I, we'll, I blame Sven. See, this is what happens. Yeah, Sven's fault. entirely my fault. <laughs> yeah, all your fault, Sven. Thank, thank you for being our enabler for running long yet again. Because <laughs> we don't really need an enabler, because we do it anyhow. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Hey, Sven, if you but, want but, to... But, uh, an excuse for that, uh, I'm perfectly fine. Very good. <laughs> uh, if people want to follow Sven on uh, Twitter, he is at Ksenia, which is uh, X-A-N-I-J-A. Yep. And if you want to follow Jared, it's at Jared Morgs. If you'd like to follow myself, it's at Shut Your Traps. But most importantly, why don't you follow the show at Blockade on Twitter or visit us at our website, blockadepinball.com. You can email us at blahblahblockade at gmail.com. And there's stuff that you can buy, but you know what? I'm not going to pitch that today because we're running long. Yeah. <laughs> check the show notes. Yeah, check the show notes. Um, good stuff. Thank you for uh, popping in, Sven. Uh, really appreciate the added comments. Um, lots yeah, and lots that we were... Lots and lots that we ranted about, so that was all good stuff. Yeah. Um, and you know what? None of it was really planned until uh, this week when things were happening on the forum. So make things happen on the forum, and who knows? Maybe that'll uh, influence what the show becomes. That's right. Yep. So until next week, play some pinball, eh? See you later. Bye. Wizardamusement.com, the West Coast leader in classic pinball. Makers of custom pinball shooter rods to buyer specifications. Swap out your standard ball plunger with something themed to your specific table. Installs in less than five minutes with no custom tools. Even if you don't own the table, looks great as a pinball memento to admire. Prices start at $39, but mention Blockade Podcast to receive 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blockade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening, place in ball.